Hello and welcome. I'm so excited to bring you another exclusive session from the Dreamer Summit. It was such a fun virtual event, December 3rd, 4th, and 5th, where we gathered together to set up our dream planners, dream big for the new year, create vision boards, craft personal growth plans, figure out the area we were the most discouraged in, and then we had these breakout sessions for every area of our life. And I want you to know, if you missed the Dreamer Summit and you're like, I wanna do that, it's not too late. You can watch the Dreamer Summit on demand. You can actually snag a ticket in the link below um, in the show notes. And I would love for you to attend that. You can watch it on demand, have a fun watch party of one or invite a girlfriend over and do your vision boards together. It's such a fun activity. But today I have one of the top voted sessions for you and it is with Dawn Cherie Wilkerson. She was our closer on day two and she really just prayed over us in our dreams and really shared such a beautiful message. And so I wanted to share this with you today. I hope that it encourages you. And I hope that you know that you can pursue the big dreams that God has placed on your heart. And not only can you pursue them, you can achieve them. I'm cheering for you, I'm rooting for you, and I hope you enjoy this session. Hey dreamers, welcome to the Dream Planning Podcast. If you've been led here, I believe it was on purpose. You are created and loved by God and your life is full of purpose. If you've been sitting in a season of searching or unfulfillment and you're ready to change your life and hear from God, this is the podcast for you. Hi, I'm Polly Payne, the CEO and founder of Horatio Printing, and I'm here to lead you in tactical, practical, faith-led trainings to help make your God-sized dreams a reality in your life and your business. Your dreams matter because you matter. So open up your planner, pour a cup of coffee, and let's dream together. Well, hi, dreamers. How are you? My name is Dawn Shuri Wilkerson, and maybe this is your second time at the Dreamers Summit. Well, I'm grateful because this is my second time as well, and it's an honor to get to chat with you today. I'm grateful for the vision of Polly. I'm grateful for the entire team at Horatio. And I'm grateful that you've taken the time to mark your calendar and say, this is a time for me to really lean into what God has for me in this upcoming season, to discern his voice and to be empowered by his Holy Spirit, to be intentional about the time that God's given me on this earth to actually write down the things that I believe that God has placed in my heart, to think deeply about the time that's been allotted for my life and to know that I've been placed on this earth for such a time as this. Yes, I'm talking to you. God has a divine plan for your life. And even now as I'm speaking to you, I just sense that God has been intentionally pouring out His promises into your life in this time that God has intentionally been joining you with other people that have the same vision and focus that you have. And I don't know what the past has looked like, but even now I wanna speak over you. The best is yet to come. I wanna take the next few minutes to talk to you about the power of solitude. Matthew chapter 14, verse 23, gives us a picture of Jesus being with the crowds. He was with so many so often but then it tells us that when he had sent the multitudes away, he went into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening had come, 
he was there alone. Can I take a moment to pray with you? Lord, I thank you for the time that we've had. God, to dream, to plan, to prepare, to write down the vision. But even now, Lord, as we gather around your word and the example that you set before us, God, I pray that every person under the sound of my voice, Lord, that they would be challenged and encouraged to keep the main thing the main thing. Not just for today, but for every day that they plan beyond. We want you and you alone. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Now, last summer I was out on the lake with my family. There are three kids in my family now. I just gave birth four months ago to my daughter, Waylon Wesley Wilkerson. But at the time last summer, we just had our two boys, Wyatt Wesley Wilkerson and Wild. And I love my two boys. And I was on the lake on the boat with my husband, with a few friends. And it was in the middle of America. And it was this massive lake. And my friend who was driving the boat, he actually lives there. And he was telling me all about the lake. And he was telling me, this boat is massive. It takes two, I mean, not this boat, this lake is massive. It takes two hours to drive across this boat. It is a journey to get across this lake. And we went under this bridge. This bridge was huge. I mean, a huge boat, if not a ship, could go under this bridge. My friend pointed it out as he was driving. He was like, you're not going to believe the story on, on this bridge. They built this bridge not too long ago because they wanted to join the mainland to this island. It's a huge island where they had expectations that once they built the highway to the island, this bridge, that they would be able to develop that island, that there would be a neighborhood and there would be homes built and that it would be an incredible new development. So they built the bridge with all the cement and they built the bridge with the rebar and they took so much time building this massive bridge. And after they built the bridge and opened the gates to the island they were going to develop, they discovered that eagles lived on the island. And it actually was protected because eagles lived on it. It was an eagle haven. And so they built a chain link fence at the end of that bridge. And that bridge is not used at all today. All the effort, all the intention, all the work, all the planning, all the blueprints, a complete waste. The plan was a waste of time because that island was never meant to have a highway lead to it. Not a highway, because it was actually a haven. And when I think about my heart, and I think about your heart, friend, I want to remind you, as we wrap up this time together, that your heart was never built to be a highway. Your heart was built to be a haven, a place only for you and God a place where you could sit and dine, where you could sup like scriptures say, that God would come and sit at the table of your heart and have conversations just between the two of you. So your heart was never meant to be a highway filled with today's latest, most popular opinion. Your heart was never meant to be a highway filled with every image that you scroll, every opinion, every latest word, every headline of the news every person's opinion on how you should live your life, what you should do, what your day-to-day -day calendar should look like. No, friend, your heart is not a highway. Your heart is a haven. 
all of your life flows out of your heart. So important that as we move forward into everything that God has, everything that will fill your calendar, that you understand that it's not what you do that matters, it's who you are, because who you are will dictate what flows out of your life and what is accomplished day to day. There's power in your solitude. You know, Jesus allowed the crowd into much of his life, but we read in Matthew chapter 14, just like we just read, that that the crowd didn't fill every moment of his life, that his calendar wasn't filled with people and plans and doing for every moment of the day. No, we see this beautiful picture of Jesus being with the crowd in the day, and at night he would retreat, and he would find moments of solitude where he was filled up with strength so that he could go and love and do and be all over again the next day. We see the disciples ask Jesus, Jesus, where do you get your power from? And he's, they're trying to discern where his power source is. And we know that they find it because they ask Jesus to teach them how to pray. They could have taught it, asked Jesus, teach us how you manage working with so many people. Jesus, teach us how do you do public speaking? Jesus, teach us how do you manage your day-to-day? But instead, they had put their finger on what they believed to be the source of his power, and they were right. They say, Jesus, teach us. Teach us, Rabbi, how to pray, because they realized that his conversations with the Father weren't just part of his day. But his conversations with the Father is what propelled him forward into all the plans that Father God had made for Jesus before his life began. And can I challenge you? If you aren't taking moments of solitude to talk with Jesus, then all of your planning, well, it's going to be fruitless. All of your planning, it's a highway that leads nowhere, friend. It's a highway that leads nowhere. Because your heart is the haven where Jesus can illuminate your life, open up your eyes and show you all the plans that he has for you. He says, I know the plans that I have for you. And those plans matter. They start when you take moments of solitude, just you, just Jesus. See, isolation and solitude, they're not the same thing. Isolation is dangerous. Isolation is when you put the walls up in your heart You can be in a room full of people, but you can still feel isolated because isolation has more to do with what's going on inside of you than what's going on around you. It's when you start to put up the walls of your heart. You stop stop trusting. You stop having genuine conversations. But solitude is not putting up walls in your heart. Rather, it's having one focus, saying, Jesus, I'm focusing on hearing your voice. I have one pursuit. Jesus, my pursuit is you. More than anything, more than any goal, more than any accolade, more than any achievement. Jesus, I just want you. And in that pursuit, I'm not running away in isolation. I'm being propelled forward in my moments of solitude because as I'm quiet and alone with you, God, you propel me forward into everything that you have planned and prepared for me. Don't get isolation and solitude mixed up. You are called to live a life that is marked by moments of solitude because there's strength and there is power in your solitude. So what does a life marked by solitude look like? 
Because I hope that in your calendar planning, that you have on your calendar moments daily that you're able to just talk with Jesus. Solitude is a time to pause. Scripture tells us, be still and know that I am God. Maybe you've had a lot of questions about your faith lately. Maybe you've been confused. Maybe you've been overwhelmed. When was the last time you were still? Maybe you're so busy, busy, busy. See, that's why I so believe in the vision of what you've taken the time to be a part of. Because Polly's vision has always been for you to focus on Jesus and for your love for Jesus and your time with Jesus to then give vision and flight to everything else on your calendar. But it starts when you're still and you know that he is God. You know that he's not just involved in the big parts of your life, but the little things every second, not just hour by hour, month by month. The little things are actually the big things to God. That You need to pause. Throughout the Bible, there's this tiny word that we see. Selah. It means to pause and to reflect. When was the last time you paused and reflect? Can I tell you there's power in your pause? As a mom of three littles, life can be chaotic. It can be crazy. In fact, not can be, it is. It is crazy from the moment I open my eyes to when I go to sleep at night. Sometimes it can just feel like one huge tornado. But even in the middle of this crazy season, I can take five minutes. Whether you take five minutes or five days, pause, reflect. Allow God and the haven of your heart to breathe strength into every part of your day. You can experience his strength when you take Selah moments of solitude. I love how Paul tells Timothy, fan into flame the gift that God has given to you. Well, how do you take a spark, a spark like this experience that you're having at the Dreamers Summit? How do you take a spark and turn it into a a flame? You fan it. How do you fan it? You pause and you reflect. You take moments to stop when everything else is crazy. You know, I just believe that as followers of Jesus, there are moments that that after, after church on a Sunday, when you hear the word and everybody else is going out to eat, maybe you need to go home and pause and reflect. That after you open up your Bible or your phone app and you're reading the word and there's a word for the day, that instead of just reading it quickly and rushing off, that maybe you need to take five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes to pause and reflect. We hear this term all the time, fear of missing out. I have FOMO. Last night I was at this amazing concert, and let me tell you, it's my favorite artist, and Rich and I were there with our family and friends, and we were singing at the top of our lungs, and I'd had it on my calendar for months, and if I wasn't there, I would have had major fear. I would have had major FOMO. I would have been crushed. I would have been like, ah, at home, like, I want to be there. That's where I want to be singing and dancing and smiling and laughing and enjoying. But friends, I think that we need to redefine FOMO. Instead of fear of missing out on what everybody else is doing, I think we need to redefine it that we have a fear of missing out on what God wants to do and create and establish 
inside of our heart. No, you can't see it on a calendar, but the change taking place on the inside of your heart impacts every single thing that you place on your calendar. We need to have a fear of missing out on what God is doing in our lives. I don't wanna have just a fear of missing out on the party. I wanna have a fear of missing out on his presence. I don't wanna have just a fear of missing out on that latest collaboration. I wanna have a fear of missing out on collaborating with all of heaven on my once in a lifetime journey that is found in my day-to-day calendar, my day-to-day moments, if surrendered to God. I don't wanna have a fear of missing out on the, the latest movie. I wanna have a fear of missing out on the story that God wants to tell through my life, through your life. It starts in the haven of our heart. Can you choose as you move forward to find yourself in moments of solitude? Just you, just God, just like Jesus found with the Father. He knew what would propel him day to day with the surprises, the interruptions in his schedule. He was able not to be put off by the interruptions, but look at them as the divine design that God had for his life. I believe that a fortitude like that, a strength like that, a resolve, a peace, uh, a comfort in the uncomfortable moments that can only come by, first of all, finding your peace and your strength and your vision in the quiet solitude with God. Everybody wants to make a power play, but to make a power play, you got to have a power pause, my friends. And how do we pause? Well, when was the last time you planned to have that moment alone with God? I know you've put a lot down, a lot of dreams, but you've got to actually plan your quiet time with God. Those quiet times away with Jesus, where it's just you, just him. You're shutting out all the other voices, turning your phone on airplane mode. Hello, it works. Not being interrupted and going, God, I've got, I've got these few minutes, but God, I'm surrendering them fully to you. They are yours. You have to put it on your calendar. You know, you put this time on your calendar, right? I put date night with my husband on my calendar. I put my daily work schedule on my calendar. I put it all on my calendar. And it's convicting when you think, have I put my time alone with God on my calendar? Have I scheduled a date with him? When is his time? How intentional am I being? It's not just an idea or desire in my heart, but God, I want the power of my calendar to be propelled by the power of your presence. I want every part of my day to be filled up with strength from you. He says, I know the plans I have for you. The only way that you can learn those plans is if you get to know him. And I don't wanna get to know him just so I can know his plans. I wanna get to know him because I adore him and I love him. And I desire him more than anything else. And just being with him fills me up more than being with anybody else, more than being with my spouse, more than being with my kids, more than being a part of an organization that I love and that that fills me up with joy and strength. No, more than anything, it's his presence. And there's power when I plan. And once you make a plan, what do you do? You press in. And this is what I want to take a moment to talk to you about, because I know that you've heard a lot of inspirational 
conversations over this time together. I know that there's been so much already for you to take away. And maybe you're going, Don Shree, there's there's nothing else to be said. Like, I already have so much to chew on, so much to think on. Then this is my challenge to you. Press in. Don't just press in in this moment, but in your moments of solitude, press in for days to come. Make this time count. Don't be lackadaisical. Don't be laid back. Don't be comfortable in this time. No, press in because as you press in, you're going to be able to push through into everything that God has planned for you. How do I press in? Well, first of all, you listen. If you're sitting at the table with Jesus, you're not just talking to him, but you're allowing him to talk to you. You're listening. You're intentional about listening. I I took a, a hearing test last year. And I'd never taken a hearing test. And they put me in this booth and they gave me this little remote. And and I had to like push the button every time I heard this really faint sound in my headphone. Can I tell you, friends? First of all, I'm so competitive. I come from a family of athletes and I was like, I'm going to crush this thing. I'm going to get the best score possible. I'm going to have the best hearing. I'm going to listen. I'm going to be intentional. And I had that little remote in my hand and I was listening and I was just ready to hit it. I was just going in. I was so intentional to hear even the faintest noise I was going to catch on. It's convicting to me because how intentional am I to hear the voice of God? How intentional am I to go, God, got my headphones on. I'm blocking off all the other voices. Your strength of your calendar, it's a week unless it's being propelled by the voice of God. and It just comes with an intentionality. I can be with my children and I can be on my phone. I'm not really being with them, not being intentional, doing two things at once. God doesn't just take our crumbs. You have to be intentional. Press in. Maybe you'd write, you know, on your vision board, I'm pressing in. I'm going to be intentional, God, to hear you. But not just listening, but I want to read. I want to reflect. I want to write. Distraction is the number one killer to the dreams that God has for your life. The enemy will come with so many distractions, good distractions. But friends, if we're listening, if we're reading his word, if we're writing, if we're reflecting, if we're taking our journal and writing down our prayers, let me tell you, it's going to help us stay on course and to block out the distractions and everyone else's opinion and to really stay on pace with the Holy Spirit. Write it down. Speak it out. Your journal doesn't have to look like everybody else's. It doesn't have to be perfect. You may skip a month. You may journal every day. You may skip six months. Get back on track today and begin that conversation with God. Just you, just Him. There's power in your pause. There's power when you plan. There's power when you press in. Because when you press in, you are prepared. When you press into the presence of God, you're prepared for everything that comes at you in your day-to-day. Can I tell you that healing is found in your solitude? The anointing that marks your life, that joy, that strength, it's found in your solitude. That confidence that you are who God says you are, that nobody else around you has the life that God is creating for you. 
nobody else has the same thumbprint, that nobody else has the same calendar or plans, that nobody else has the same trail that God is blazing for you himself. That awareness and that revelation, it only comes from moments of solitude in his presence. For eight years, Rich and I prayed that we would have a baby. For eight years, we prayed that God would allow me to carry a child. We walked through infertility. We went to countless doctors, doctor's appointments, went to so many different doctors. Over those eight years, I found that my strength was found in moments of solitude. That as wonderful as the doctors are, and I thank God for them, as wonderful as community is, I can't do it without community. You need to be planted in a local church, friend. That's God's plan for you. You don't have to pray about it. But as wonderful as all of those things are, those are catalysts for time to be alone with God. Time alone with God is the goal. And over those eight years, I found that I I could find strength as I pressed into his presence. I could find strength and celebrate others as they had their kids and I still didn't hold mine. And I could have confidence to celebrate them with all my heart, with a pure heart, knowing, God, I want the plan that you have for me, not the plan that you have for them. I want my calendar to be written by the Holy Spirit. I want want God for you to breathe on my plans that as I'm intentional, as I press into your presence, as I press into the things that you've entrusted to me now, my husband, my job, God, let me see sink my teeth into what you've given me now and trust you for tomorrow. Well, friends, as I decided to trust him, he was so faithful to give me the power and the strength I needed to walk through those days. I'm reminded of Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and they will not faint. My parents gave me that scripture the day that I was born. It was a scripture that they spoke over my life. Little did they know that I would have an eight-year journey of waiting for our son, Wyatt Wesley Wilkerson, to come into the world. And I held on to that scripture that they gave me the day I was born, waiting for the day that my son would be born. I spoke that scripture and I speak it over to you today. The day that wait on the Lord. That as you find yourself in moments of solitude, as you find yourself pausing, Selah moments, God, I pause, I have five minutes, I will pause and reflect. I will thank you. I will get a new frame for my daily calendar as I sit at the table of my heart with you. They that wait upon the Lord, they will renew their strength. Are you tired? Are you weary? Are you burned out on religion? Scripture beckons us, come and learn the rhythms of grace. Come. He's not done with your story, friend. You may feel so overwhelmed. You may have decided to be a part of this because you just don't know how to manage your calendar and you feel like your calendar is managing you. Well, it starts as you take moments of solitude with God. You're able to eliminate the things that don't matter. Focus on the things that do with an eternal perspective. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. There is renewal as you wait. Pause. Selah. They will mount up with wings like eagles. Those eagles on that island, 
that habitat created by Almighty God just for them, protected, sustained. Oh, it's not a highway. It's a haven. If you choose to make your heart a haven just for you and God, you too, you too will be protected. You too will mount up with wings like eagles. You're going to run, friend, and you're not going to grow weary. You're going to walk, and you're not going to faint. You're going to run into the things that God's planned and prepared for you. Month after month, week after week, year after year, day after day, you're going to walk, and you're not going to faint. You're not going to be overwhelmed. The things that would wear other people out, oh, you're going to be strengthened. You're going to have a fortitude because the Holy Spirit's going to have established something in you that doesn't waver when life gets tough. You're planning the visions that God has for you. You're seeking to discern the words that he's spoken over this new season of your life. Don't just do it for a few days. Make it a daily commitment. God, I will wait on you. As I wait on you, as I pause, as I get away just like Jesus did because Jesus knew where his source of strength came from. Lord, you will allow me to mount up with wings like eagles. I'll run the distance, the entire journey home, not just this year, but until I see you face to face, I will run and not grow weary. You will walk and not faint. Jesus knew the power of solitude. Do you? Because I believe more than anything, this is what God wants to reveal to you in the days to come. If you put the pressure on your marriage, on your children, on your job to fulfill a place in your heart that only Jesus can, all of those things will crumble underneath that pressure because they were never meant to sustain you. Only the presence of God can do that. Keep dreaming. Keep believing. Keep trusting God because he's blazing a trail for your life that is once in history. Your story matters. I love you. I believe in you. I want to pray for you today. Are you taking time of solitude? Do you know what those Selah moments look like, feel like for you? Those moments of, I breathe your presence in. Take a deep breath right now. One more time. Breathe in. Breathe out. God, we pause. You've done so much in us. But Lord, we need you. We need you in it from start to finish. I know every single person that's spoken is pointed our eyes to Jesus, and may I do the same. May it just be a reminder from the Holy Spirit of everything that Jesus said. Lord, we desire you. Lord, we welcome you once again into our dreams, into our plans. Let our dreams be centered on you. We're not asking you to co-sign on our plans. We're asking that you would write the story of our lives. 
God, I pray for every person under the sound of my voice, Lord, that as they lean into your voice and your presence, as they decide that their heart is not a highway, but it's a haven just for them and just for you, Lord. God, that there would be God dreams that are just posited into the soil of their heart, that there would be healing, God, that there would be a beautiful transformation, God, beauty for ashes, oil of joy for mourning, Lord, that they would give you their fear and you would give them peace, God. In the name of Jesus, I pray right now that your Holy Spirit would do what only you can do. God, I pray that they just breathe you in, Lord. God, that they would release all the things that they've been carrying. God, that as they go back to their homes, God, as they step into their workplaces, God, as they raise their children and fight for their marriages, God, as they trust you to bring them the right person to walk alongside, as they believe you for miracles and for healing, God, that the strength to sustain them on the journey, because it's a long journey home, God, would be found as they pause in your presence. It's you and you alone. Let us be still. And know that you are God. May you do the unimaginable in the year to come. God, may you move mountains. God, may miracles take place, God, that set the world in awe and wonder of the God that we serve and use us. I pray over every individual person, empower them, strengthen them, use them, almighty God, to tell your story. Let them see themselves the way that you see them, called, chosen, loved by a perfect God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I love you. I'm so grateful to be with you again. And until next time that we're together, I speak the same thing you've been speaking every session. The best is yet to come. How wonderful was Don Cherie. She is absolutely incredible. I hope this session blessed you. You can watch the entire Dreamer Summit on demand. Just go to the link in our show notes and or you can head over to HoratioPrinting.com and order a ticket. Watch it on demand at the at your own pace. You can watch all the sessions and replay everything. It's such a great place to Fill out your bucket list, create your personal growth plan, make a vision board, and don't forget to join us over in our free Facebook community, the Christian Dreamers community. It's free. It's for you. would love to hang out there and hear more about your dreams and help encourage you every step of the way. Thanks for listening to the Dream Planning Podcast. I hope that this episode blessed you today. If it did, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a quick 15-second review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I would love to connect with you. Now, if you don't have a 2022 Dream Planner yet, what are you waiting for? Now is the time to dream big with God for the new year. You can use my code PODCAST15, that's PODCAST15, to get 15% off your order today. And I also want to make sure you know that you are invited to join the Horatio Printing Academy and take the Dream Crafting course. If you're wanting to know more about your purpose and your calling and to map out your God-sized dream, this is the course for you. I cannot wait to welcome you inside and let you join the Dreamer Circle community. We are waiting for you. Head over to thedreamerinyou.com to get more information. You can grab your planner over at HoratioPrinting.com. Have a wonderful day. You are so loved and the best is yet to come.